Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, deprivation, survival, natural disasters, and violence. Listener discretion advised. In addition, these next few episodes of the show contain cultural and historical content based upon the peoples of Asia and the Far East. We are coming at this from a place of respect and genuine interest and a love of these cultures, places, and history. We may not get it 100% right all the time, and we ask you to bear with us and give us the benefit of the doubt, and we would let us know when we get it wrong. We want to be an ally in dispelling Orientalism that has affected the Asian and Middle Eastern communities around the world. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I am Robert, or Bayoshi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Chini, and I am playing Doji Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Akoto Ricci. Let's play some L5R in the Burning Sands. Over the course of the next week, our characters find themselves starting to acclimate to their new surroundings. Living in the Caliph's palace grounds on the estate of the Emir, they have started to come to find their way around uh, from the stress of their arduous journey uh, to rest up, recuperate, and are now kind of almost feeling themselves in this new place. And they find themselves adapting to new modes of dress, uh, speaking into a foreign tongue here and where they can, trying to navigate uh, the basic necessities that they need. And well, we find them in new environments with, uh, again, new new ways of thinking, new ways of talking, and new ways of dressing, even. We pick up with Doji Gen, uh, with Suenos doing her hair, uh, combing it out uh, once again when uh, she mentions, oh, I'm starting to see a few more. Do you want me to pluck out some of the hairs that have, are starting to show roots? Uh, no, but I, I think I'm... <sighs> I think that I'm not going to be able to find any white hair dye, so maybe if we can find some black walnuts in the kitchens, it will be dark brown then anyway. But I think if uh, if I'm here any length of time, if we pluck them out, I will go bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have that. No, I'll... I'll... Jamila when she comes back around to see what we can do about uh, getting uh, some black walnuts or some other dye. Or we could always ask for a bleach if you'd like. I'm not sure they would have what is necessary here. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I'll go I'll go ask uh, in the meantime here. And she hands you the brush. Uh, you could uh, finish up for them in the meantime, uh, getting dressed. I'll, I'll go see what I can do, what I can do about finding Jamila. And Sueno rises to her feet and gives you a, a you know, an affectionate nod and makes her way off through the uh, uh, the Amir's estates to go find uh, your uh, kind of most direct, uh, if not subordinate or minder or however you want to uh, uh, think of her, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, the person that you're most uh, likely to be in contact. With. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a combination uh, maid slash handler. But, uh, Jamila does mm -hmm. what she can. And, uh, but yeah, no, Gen is now kind of left with her thoughts and to, uh, to get ready for the day. Well, Gen brushes her hair quickly. She, she starts to put it up in her little scholars, in a scholar's knot. 
you know, little top knot thing that she she had, but realizes that her cap is shredded and somewhere lost in the desert at this point anyway, and lets it hang hang down for now because that seems to be how women wear it here, wear their hair loose, which is strange. It doesn't seem very professional, but uh, for the moment, especially if she's going to dye her hair, she'll she'll leave it down. And so she quickly brushes her hair, and then she pulls out her book, and she starts leafing through the pages she's already done. And she's already captured in her book over the last week not only uh, sketches of a variety of plants and animals that she's just seen here in the local bit of the gardens, but she's got a pretty good map of the palace grounds right now in her, in her book with notes in cadence in in the margins and and stuff not that she really needs it but she she has it anyway just in case if, if nothing else just maybe if she doesn't get back she can send this to someone who who needs to know it and she starts Sketching in a little bit more, finally she gets frustrated with that and puts puts down the book and does the same thing that she has done for the last four days of her time in the palace, which is she goes to the nearest gate and she smiles at the soldiers guarding the gate and she says, Ah, Good morning. You were greeted with uh, what has come to be uh, as uh, warm a greeting as they can, which seems to just be a uh, very curt uh, nod to you. And uh, they just seem to either not uh, quite grasp uh, the uh, greeting that you're giving them, even though you are speaking it in what you believe to be your finest Kumarist uh, dialect, but uh, more than likely have just been ordered to ignore you as best they can. Well, Gan is being very persistent, and she smiles, she says good morning, and she says, um, I would very much like to um, depart for the market of books. I just want to pick up an, a, a piece of, uh, and she picks a different type of title than she tried yesterday, uh, yeah, a, 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 a part of the Kamarist religious text. Uh, would you mind if I could travel out, please? You see, he, he's kind of actually somewhat uh, intrigued by you uh, to uh, uh, study uh, the, uh, the the teachings of the Nameless Prophet. And for a moment, you think he actually might might speak to you and kind of uh, goes, to, goes to almost uh, 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 for, for, for once just just turn uh, towards you and actually face you uh, for a moment. Uh, but then he kind of remembers himself and steals himself again and turns back out with his uh, implacable face uh, back to uh, watching the gate as he's, uh, as he's been instructed to. And not letting me pass. Not letting you pass, <laughs> but you have definitely got his attention with that one, that, uh, that someone like you would actually be that interested in... Uh, 
in their ways. Well, with that, I bow. It's not like I was really expecting something different, but there's definitely the 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 walls are chafing. Beginning beginning to chafe already. She wants to get to those books and she wants to be able to figure out how to get back to Rokugan and she's not finding anything within the palace to do it. And she can't get out. So then she goes on her way. Excellent. Uh, moving over to the other set of quarters set aside for our Rokugani guests. Richie, you find Hayate in, again, uh, a, a bit of a foul mood. He is not adapting to the culture shock of uh, leaving the Kitsune Mori and the damp, cool lands of uh, his family to uh, be here in a, well, while it is a bit of an oasis, it is still a, a rather hot and dry environment, uh, even in the city of books, Elzawara, that uh, he is is just not handling it well. And today seems to be another day that is just wearing him thin, thinly down yet again. Uh, I see that you're not up for another bit of a uh, uh, practice, are you? Not this morning. It's the, perhaps when the clouds come back overhead and we have another fog off the river, uh, then I think I might be up for another uh, another thrashing from you, Ricci, but uh, you are starting to steadily uh, outpace even my uh, uh, my skill at arms. Well, all I have to say is that if you continue to keep skipping practices, you will fall behind. It's true. I would not want to return home and be uh, out of practice and, and not of use to my daimyo. Well... I'll, I'll give you this much. These uh, sticks they've given us don't quite have the same balance as the Boken back home. Mm. They won't uh, give us much to uh, shave them down with and shape them, and I would uh, hate to use our uh, our daisho, our, our, our blades, to uh, simply carve down wood with them, but uh, I'm, I'm half tempted to at, the, at this point. There's no need to sully our blades with menial work like that. If only they'd let us out, we could go find some least wood carver or, or something, and we could get something uh, properly made. Ooh, that would be nice. It, you know, and I've I've started to to think that maybe if we were to start to walk around the city a little bit more, so that might change your disposition a little bit. Seeing seeing people live if you will just kind of brings a little bit of civilization back to what we're used to uh, it's not the civilization that's uh got me down though and he kind of wistfully looks back at the palace they have they have such short narrow trees here and he kind of looks out to a row of palms and it's like they they provide some shade but they don't they don't hold on to the to the moisture in the air the the, the uh, it's it's that's just not the same. Richie just kind of reaches up and, and scratches a little bit of uh, beer that's been growing out for him. Uh, yeah, their gardens are beautiful, but not fulfilling. It's entirely just alien way of of setting ones up. I, you know, they don't have the 
the arching bridges or the uh the the, the koi in the ponds it's just uh i don't know it's it's just so different it's almost too much to take in it is both at the same time devoid of life and full of life and it is a weird balance that they have maintained here but no let's let's if you would like to go and walk the city or at least attempt to i'm more than happy to to do so with you if you want to stay here you're more than welcome to as well i think i'm going to stay in today but if, again if we get any if we get any better weather uh let me know and we can uh we can take that walk then and again for you it's like such an odd, odd way to think about it for him better weather is overcast and gloomy and for you it's a uh, wonderfully bright day that brings a sense of uh, optimism but for for hayate it just uh it brings nothing but uh uh more more homesickness well it is his loss if he does not wish to go outside and enjoy what lady amaterasu has to show us but yeah uh at which point richie will uh put on the the newest set of clothing that has been laid out for him uh it's it's strange uh all the clothing almost changes on a every other day basis and richie just without any other clothing of his own to speak of he just puts on whatever's there and uh just uh, heads up to the front gate to the the same soldier that he's been seeing every day and no words are, are spoken between the two. Just a long stare before Richie realizes, oh, not today, then. Yeah, not today. All right, Gin, if you've got any more for adapting to new environments. After the rejection from the gate guards, Gen finds herself um, slowly slipping into very quiet corners of the more inhabited parts of the castle she's she's she hasn't been invited at this point to join in the activity of the castle she hasn't been introduced or anything like that but she's trying to make her observations about what is actually going on in this court, who the people who in this um, caliph's court that she has sort of learned that she is around, right? And so because she hasn't been invited, because she's at least feeling like a prisoner, uh, she's, she's not drawing to attention to herself, which is very strange because it's not how she's worked before you know this is this is sueno's job but sueno can't do this which is see how these powerful people are interacting so gen has started to be very quiet and kind of a little sneaky uh, as she tries to slip into areas where she can sit and watch the goings-on of the more powerful people in the court and figure out who's who and just in general what what they're doing. Sort of like what she was doing with the Emir's camp as she's watching people be polite 
with each other, but she's just trying to learn and get her bearings on a court and an interaction of powerful people that are very different from Rokugan. But if Gen knows anything that she's been taught growing up as a doji, it's there are powerful people and they have their own agendas and they can kill you if you say the wrong thing at the wrong time and if you don't know the currents of politics going on in that world. And she is very aware that that can happen and she is not going to be able to get out of this place <laughs> if she doesn't know what's going on and she's going to learn it. She doesn't think that anybody else has the skills that she has in order to do that. No, excellent. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of uh, people watching and observing and trying to pick up all the different uh, bits of the uh, uh, culture that you are seeing demonstrated but aren't ever being told about. Uh, a lot of those unwritten rules or things that people forget about in their home culture that to other people really stand out, um, they, whether they are things that are incomprehensible or that immediately you a bit of a flash of insight from that's a, it's a combination of all uh, uh, coming together as you are uh, kind of watching people come and go through the uh, to see the emir uh, people that live in his household um, you know uh, those who come to to greet him you have started mm -hmm. to put together a bit about what you believe uh, the emir uh, does uh, and your best bet is that he's possibly something like a Mia Harold back home. He seems to always uh, be about, and whenever he is home, he is always being visited by people bringing him, uh, you know, uh, sheafs of paper or scroll cases or uh, the uh, the the oddly bound uh, books that you have seen uh, from the uh, the market here. Uh, and he then seems to send off his own folks, his own uh, s uh, set of stables uh, adjoined to his house. Uh, people are always coming and going and riding off. Um, and so, yeah, you have this feeling that he is some sort of uh, messenger or, you know, someone who is uh, working on the proclamation. So, you know, possibly like an Atomo ambassador. Uh, Something mm -hmm. along those lines that he's he's somewhere up there in the echelons of society uh, and of right. that level of importance. So that's what she's doing and working on her language skills because it still needs practice. So. Absolutely. Um, you know, let's let's see how that's going for you. Why don't you go ahead and make me a TN3. Um, well, I guess, how would you be practicing your language uh, skills, I guess? Point. One is some talking to the guards and, and, and whatnot, but you've also said you've grown mm -hmm. kind of quiet. So is it uh, by observation or by memorization? How are you thinking that you might be practicing language uh, skills here? Well, she is definitely doing a lot of observation, memorization for things with other people. And then she goes back and practices the skills with uh, Jamal and, and the maids and stuff that is mm -hmm. in her own quarters. So if she's talking, you know, if she's interacting with people who are like lower status than her, 
which she figures she's pretty low status. She's just guessing. But uh like the servants and stuff, she's she's very eager to pin them down and talk to them and practice her language skills that way. Uh, it's when she's Excellent. like sneaking in areas that she's not supposed to be necessarily mm -hmm. that she's very quiet and, and just observing. Um, so I would say that's but, probably a uh, TN3 um, culture check that is going to be water to fire four. Okay. Well, I think that doing it is uh, water is just fine. Okay. Um, by being friendly with the exactly around. friendly and interacting, I think that that kind of seems like uh, that's uh, makes okay. the easiest way to kind of practice your language. And uh, yeah, since that's the way you're going about things, I think that's the way to find the reduction. So I'll let you go ahead and do that. All right, water, th water three, and culture two. And I will say this, your uh, Kamarist uh, courtesy uh, uh, advantage will kick in here. Okay. Okay, I made it. No ops, but I made it. So for TN2, yeah. so. There you go. Uh, I mean, unless you really want to uh, find somebody that you do get the chance to use your advantage here if you'd like. Um, uh, I will. I will do that, actually. I will use my yeah. advantage and. Uh, you know, might as well try to. Uh, turn some of those blanks into something interesting. You might not keep them because they might yeah. be strife, but uh, who knows? Yeah, right? You can decide whether yeah. you want an op or not on this. Okay. I will go ahead. I don't know. I, it's not targeting a character. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to potentially use a water op to uh, um, learn about... If there's a character, learn, that, you could probably learn something about Jamila, your kind of minder. Uh, you could possibly learn something about Rafi, who's kind of uh, the the kind of the person who kind of oversees most of the servants you're dealing with. Uh, and then okay. any number of kind of maybe smaller, uh, un so far unnamed ones that you might want to uh, create a bond with. We can uh, put together something for. Uh, one of the other uh, maids or messengers in the uh, the the household of the emir, if you'd like. Yeah, well, I except it's also not a social skill, so I, I'll just ah, that's let fair. it go go at that. So I don't want to stretch my shallow waters too too thin. To, um, so we'll just we'll just uh, use the water opportunity to negate negate the strife and call it call it good for now <laughs> yeah that works all right um yeah effectively it's uh yeah lose uh uh spend the opportunity to take off two strife then gain two strife uh, it all works out in the end um mm -hmm. but yeah uh you gained uh the two successes that you needed there um yeah you are well on your way to uh becoming uh well versed within uh uh the uh the language of uh, the Kamaris here. Um, I would probably say, well, this is probably the third attempt you've made at it. Yeah. Um, this is... Okay. Go ahead. Say again. Uh, I would say about the third I, I, or is it the fourth? I was going to say, I wasn't sure. I thought it was the second, but third is fine. Yeah, I think it's the, I think it's the third. And uh, so uh, you are kind of uh, just, just rising uh, over the, 
uh, the highest so it's one of the highest difficulties of getting into a uh, a new language and you're going to hit that little plateau where you're not sure if you're ever going to start learning more or less and when you're going to capture the rest of it uh but uh you are you are getting very close how shall i say uh three of five close to uh mastering uh the language here and then we'll go ahead and pass narration over to Richie. Uh, so uh, throughout the the rest of the day, then uh, Richie's just going to be walking around the palace, uh, kind of as he he does, and just observing people, just looking, not necessarily trying to to learn the same language at this point, but kind of picking up on more commonly used phrases. So it's it he's he's not learning the language; he's just learning how to say specific things you know, kind of in the same way that you would learn how to swear in a different language when you're a kid, mm-hmm. kind of the same deal. It's like, he knows roughly what saying this one thing means, but if someone replies, he has no idea what to do from there. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> you could, uh, you could say, see you later. But if they ever asked, uh, Oh, well, w- what time? And you're like, Oh, well, I didn't actually mean it. I just meant like sometime in the future, I will probably, Oh man, I don't know how to say this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh I like that idea. Um going around just picking up uh uh things here and there. He might not always have full grasp of them and he definitely can't respond to it, but he's got a pretty good idea of what he's saying with the few things that he's picked up. Exactly. And if it's something along the lines of like, I I I, I want food, he could say that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to have a bath, he can say that. That's a about the extent of of the deep conversations he can have absolutely all right i like <laughs> that uh why don't you go ahead and to uh, here why don't you make me a tn3 um uh, uh culture check with earth two and air four yeah we're gonna use earth my earth is a three cultures are one Ooh, all right. Well, there you go. All right. So TN2 with that earth check. Okay, uh, I'll keep this. That's four successes, two strife, and an opportunity. All right. That's not bad. Uh, so yes, <laughs> you're definitely uh, uh, picking things up. Uh, I think this is, for you, this might only be two of five uh, for, for picking stuff up in the in the language and whatnot. Uh, but you're going to get a little something extra for those two extra successes. And uh, you don't have, uh, do you have, um, uh, you don't, uh, did, I forget, did I give you both the Kamarist uh, courtesy or was that just uh, again? I have Kamarist anatomy. That's right. You have Kamarist anatomy so far. Um, so um, what should we call, call this one? Uh, we, we can call this one a uh, small pleasantry. Okay. As a, as, as, as a, as a uh, kind of temporary uh, advantage for you. You can have a very superficial conversation with somebody so long as is it about very basic, very mundane things. So uh, the weather, the food, uh, you know, but it's it's very little, very superficial and uh, and, and things like that. That, that works for me. <laughs> yeah. And we'll we'll maintain that one to you can upgrade that one to uh, actually being able to uh, hold a decent conversation with people. Uh, you also have a um, opportunity there. I'll give you a chance to think about what that might be. Well, uh, actually, the way I would like to use this opportunity 
is I actually want to start trying to work a little bit more so with Hayate and try to at least make him make the best use of, of his time here. Uh, Cause it looks like he's just kind of sulking around a little bit. So by having like small little like conversations here and there with him uh, and especially in this language, try to ease that culture shock a little bit more so for him where I can do so. Uh, it may not be much, but you know, at least it's something. You know, I like that. All right. Yeah. Spend that to lower his strife and to uh, make things maybe a little, a little easier on, uh, uh, on him, even though you are, you know, both stuck in the situation and the situation that he is not enjoying. You can do your best to, you know, uh, bring a little bit of his own uh, old life uh, back to him, whether it's, you know, speaking to him in uh, in Rokugani, whether it's, you know, making up uh, uh, more of a uh, food that he might be more used to or something like that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way to, to go about and reach out to the guy um, and hopefully take some of the sting out of uh uh out of his culture shock here all right so uh i would think here uh after uh another couple days sueno is finally able to uh uh come to uh again and present her with uh well the uh the black walnuts that she's been able to uh, ask Jamila to provide uh, her with. And they're unfortunately, um, uh, how should we say, um, either still in the kind of green husk uh, and are underdone and uh, just kind of uh, not quite right for, they were not quite right for uh, ripe enough for, for eating and were leftovers uh, or they're rather dried out and you could probably get, uh, a minimal amount of dye out of them now. Um, she's like, this is this is the best we could do for the moment. Hopefully, we can we can do something with these. I will see what I can do. It's kind of the the dredges of uh, what's left over from what people didn't want to uh, buy up after the, the the growing season. That's usually good but it's not like I've done this often that's fair <laughs> I just that's read fair. about it in a book <laughs> it's in a pillow uh, book she'll be like well then that should then, then that should be fine for you you've you've read all sorts of books and, and been able to put it to use <laughs> we'll see if we can try practical application and I go find a, a bowl <laughs> to start soaking right. these husks in. There you go. So you're going to go, yeah, soak the husks and the uh and the uh the uh, the shells that you have. Um so uh yeah, at this point we're going to do a little bit of uh kitchen chemistry here. Um <laughs> let's see here. What would be the way to do about this? Does this sound more like um medicine or uh, where else might this uh, be a good? This might be a good skill to use in the case of uh, some chemistry here. It seems like that seems to be like for for alchemy and whatnot. It seems to use medicine in Rokugan. It does use medicine in Rokugan. However, um, while that is almost certainly medicine or culture is almost certainly how you would use to get your hair white. Not mm -hmm. many people have 
Uh, well, I don't know. Design? Possibly. Uh, or, or aesthetics. You know, you might be able to make a, uh, you know, mixing pigments for paints and things like that. That might fall into it. A dye or for like design, a dye, a, a dye for clothing might fall into design. So I think, I think there's a couple of options that we have here. Mm -hmm. Well, fortunately, my skill is about the same for all. I was going to say that it would be, uh, it would be skullduggery, but the truth is, I'm sure older Rokugani women color their hair for mm -hmm. no skullduggerous reasons. So, mm -hmm. um, but disguise they're... is not a bad way to think about per mm -hmm. perceiving how this might work as well. Yeah. However, um, so, uh, it yeah. is covering up things, so it is probable. Uh, it could be earth or air, depending on whether you think this is more to deceive or whether this is more crafting a die. Let's take a look. Uh, what skill do you wish to use for this? Do you want to use your new skullduggery? Um, I think probably just given, given everything that this would be more falling into um, Actually, it doesn't make a it doesn't make a big difference. Uh, I don't know which one. Can I do it under aesthetics? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, design or uh -huh. aesthetics would also be uh, uh, applicable. Heck, uh, even right. uh, even avoid skullduggery. Subsist approach could work in this case because mm -hmm. you're making do with what you have. But let's take a look at uh, with the artist and skills here. We're going to look at this with uh, aesthetics. Uh, which could also work quite well here. Um, I'm just trying to think of what where makeup would just makeup makeup. Uh, makeup would be design. Makeup is absolutely the realm of. All right, then design is probably better. I'm not okay. as good as that, but all right, design That's is fair. probably right because this is this is more like if you if I were older for some reason I would be sure. So possible sub skills for this are for design are hairstyling, jewelry, layering of clothing, weaving, and makeup. Um, hairstyling is uh, obvious. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Hairstyling yeah, hair and makeup uh, fall under here. So let's use design. And um, we could do a restore approach uh, with earth. Could be an interesting way to do it, to think about it. Um, but also water with adapt uh, to repurpose uh, something and to get your hair uh, to something new. Um uh, or refine with air could also be good uh, to improve upon think, something existing. I think I will go with refine. Uh, getting okay. the raw juice out is not exactly a challenge. It's more like trying to refine it into a dye then anyway. Refine it into a dye and everything else like that. Yeah. So let's go with let's go with air. I think air uh, is a is a good way to talk about. You know, you need to be precise with this and. Uh, then, then apply it in just the right way to get the effect to go off. So, yeah, let's go with a um, design air. To this. Design air, yes. Um, this is going to be, let's see, mixing a new color of ink from two existing pigments is a water TN2. So I think that's pretty close to what we're going with here. Um, okay. So, yeah, let's go with a... Um, but it's also something that you want to uh, apply to your hair and make it actually look natural. 
So let's go ahead and just add a plus one to that. So we're going to go with a TN3 uh, air <laughs> design check. All right. I'm going to ask Sueno if she would help me apply it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So you could definitely have someone here to give you, um, I believe she has unskilled in aesthetics or in design. Let me see Verify what she that. has in design. Yeah. Uh, design is an artisan skill, so yeah, unskilled, so that's fine. Yeah, unskilled assistance there. Okay. That's uh, air five, including the assistance uh, design one. There you go. Excellent. All right. Uh, so, uh, what kind work. of advantages might key in here? Well, hold on. You have natural philosophy uh, as a advantage, so you can always right. re-roll two dice. Okay. Except it's a passion. It's not an advantage. I can't. Do oh, it. it is a passion. Okay. Um... It's okay. For Kurgan's wisdom, hold on, hold on. I think that that there's a case to be made for uh, you read about it in a book, uh, and you have perfect recall with for Kurgan, uh, and it is about uh, wisdom and science that you're using it here. I think that that is a case to be made for two rerolls. Okay, I will. I will reroll. Yeah. Uh, three. Now that said, uh, feel free to lose three strife. <laughs> uh after the roll. Uh so whatever whatever the roll gets you at the end, uh you can go ahead and uh Okay, just remove three strife. She's got a 50-50 shot at this, folks. I made it. There okay, you go. Cool. All right. It's so, very uh, let's take a look. <laughs> it's very stressful, but it's also science, so it's not as stressful as you think. You will gain 4, but then you'll immediately lose 3. <laughs> It's for a net gain of one. Um, All right. Yeah. I'm good. All right. I am spending... Uh, so I've got uh, three successes and three opportunities and four strife. I will spend one of the opportunities to remove a strife and I'm losing three strife anyway because of the natural philosophy part of this. Um, mm -hmm. I will spend another opportunity... To make it resplendent. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. I like it. <laughs> All right, what so that's, worth. Two, that's two out of your three. You got one more. <laughs> All right. Um, and I am going to use the last one to... Um, basically be... Uh, to make it more subtle so it doesn't look so it looks beautiful but it doesn't look you know okay i believe that resplendent and subtle are one of those things where they are opposites to each other out um oh, okay yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah all right uh hmm. resplendent sounded cool though um yeah <laughs> uh it will really help you pull off the i'm a i'm a princess now that you have this resplendent hair yeah <laughs> okay well i think that uh, i'll just i'll just not keep that last one so that's fine uh let's see is there anything that might be 
compelling. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I mean, the other thing is, instead of just not keep it, it's drop two off the um, the strife you're getting off this check, which makes it two strife, which means the three that you'll gain from uh, the, the the three loss that you'll gain off of um, your passion will give you a net loss of one. I'm not sure if that'll help anything, but it's there. Actually, let's let's just take off the resplendent in in general. All right. Okay. And we'll just we'll just make it we'll just pour 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 it all into making it so it doesn't look like it doesn't draw any extra attention. It's like fits in with the it's more subtle. It's got You're, the subtle quality. Subtle? You're gonna go yeah, subtle. Yeah, okay. we'll just not not look not look dyed. But at the same Let's time, it means it's gonna look na- yeah, exactly. It's gonna look natural, it's gonna look normal. Uh the only people that will take any notice are the people that have actually spent any time with you recently. But anyone who mm-hmm. new you come into contact with won't even bat an eye. They think that'll just be your natural hair color for sure. Right. I like that. All right. <laughs> so we're we gonna go. go with we're gonna go with subtle for one and then two to knock off uh strife off of that thing. And uh there you go for a net loss of of this uh uh building your hair dye. I like it. <laughs> um yeah. Going back to Ricci, anything over there that you might wish to do on the rest of adapting to your new environments? Uh, not in particular. Uh, Ricci's kind of taking it a little bit slow at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of biding his time. Fair enough. At the end of the week, uh, again, you wake up again and you get ready and you make your way around uh, the Amir's estates and you go and you greet the guards and they don't say anything to you again uh but they don't let uh, me out you, again <laughs> they don't they don't let you out again uh but uh he does kind of uh when you come up to to greet him and while he doesn't necessarily say anything to you he kind of taps and butts his spear on the ground and then kind of like uh flicks his spear uh head forward a little bit but it also means that the bottom of his spear that was against the ground pushes something uh past the gate that you're at into the courtyard not very far about a foot away from your own feet and it seems to be a small uh little package wrapped in cloth all right well i i take it and Mm -hmm. i bow and you know slide it into a, a pouch no, I'm gonna have to there make him go. something. Yeah. Uh, when you finally get some time to yourself to uh, to open it up, take a look at it. Uh, you are uh, guild, uh, greeted by a uh, rather plain, small uh, book that, after some doing and, and piecing it together, uh, you take to be uh, a uh, a kind of book of. Uh, Kumaris prayer and uh, a selection of the teachings of the nameless prophet. Excellent. When I get a chance, I will paint a picture of him standing guard duty and like return it the same way, but wait till I get the opportunity. I like that. That's good. All right. 
I'm Robert or Bayushi Shinichi, your host and narrator, thanking you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday. If you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Akoto Ricci. You can find me on my personal accounts on Twitter, at Churcher Games, or on Twitch, also as Churcher Games. You can find the show on the web at courtgamespod.com, on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and on Twitter at L5RFNS. If you would like to contact us, you can email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. This is Jeannie, a.k.a. Kakita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. You can find me at my blog at the Winter Garden of the Kakita website, along with helpful materials for the RPG, and also on Twitter at White Veils or on Facebook. If you like, I am also found on the Court Games RPG podcast as a writer for Emerald Legacy, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with D20 Radio Network and the Rokugana Historical Society. D20 Radio, your gamers' role. www.d20radio.com